My name is Bayo. This is a Blues' podcast. It's always a good time to look into the Bible and find truths that are relevant to our lives today, even though the book is thousands of years old. Sounds like something you're interested in, yeah? That's exactly why I made this podcast. Listen and enjoy. Hey, welcome to this episode of Epilusis Podcast. It is the last episode of this series, um, The Covenants. Right? Um, I'm so glad that we have come to this point. Right? Um, it's been a long journey, so this series will sort of summarize, you know, it'll bring together everything that we have been talking about basically from the beginning of the series. So um, I want you to, you know, pay close attention to this episode. In fact, I, I think this is like going to be the most um most interesting episode i have ever recorded so i wanted to give it close attention so you can get everything that there is to get all right so in this episode i'll be making a case for morality right that's what that's what i want to call this episode a case for morality and it's just going to emphasize the importance of living your life according to christian standards according to standards that the bible has set you know um there are many people who tell you things like you know it doesn't matter what you do um what is important is your stated belief in jesus and things like that and um well that is not entirely correct so i'll just be showing you why that is not correct in this episode right so i think we should get down to it now first things first i'll just make an intro right so the the essence of belief right is action i think one of the best ways to assess any belief Right. If I want to decide, like, should I actually believe this thing? What one of the things I want to ask myself is, how does this translate into action? Right. How does it make me act? What does it inform me to do? Right. In a certain scenario, so a belief can be can be unhealthy if it if it makes you do things like do things that are not you know, that that improper or shouldn't be done. In certain scenarios so imagine that somebody comes and says that i strongly believe right that human beings are supposed to be used as vehicles for transport um you know what that means right it means that if that person wants to move from point a to point b he has to he or she has to sit on a human being <laughs> right and get him to or her to where the person is going now you already see the danger of that obviously if that's how does that make you act right imagine that this was a thought or a belief that was adopted across board um adopted you know at scale basically if 500 1000 2000 3000 people believe this um what would be the effect of that all right so that's like one very you know important way to assess belief right so when it comes to Christianity as well. The the entire ideology of Christianity also has actions, right, that follow its belief. There are things that you should do as a result of the things that you believe. It's just it's just expected, right? So when you act out of line, that's what the Bible calls sin. In fact, Jesus goes further to say even if it's in your heart, even less, so even if it's meditated, right? Even if you've not carried it out, even if it's meditated, Jesus says that is concrete enough to actually count as you know something serious or a sin. You get so. My point here is this: that 
what the Bible calls sin is you stepping out of line when it comes to the alignment within your actions and your belief. Right? So um, let me let me just say that again. What the Bible calls sin, right, most of the time, or every single every time actually, it is you acting out of line when it comes to the alignment within the actions and your belief. If you check the meaning of sin, right, the meaning of sin means to miss the mark. It means to fall off a certain standard, right? Um, and that's that, that, that actually really clarifies it for me when I think about it that way. When somebody sins, the Bible says they missed the mark or they missed a target. It's like football, for example, where you, sh- you shoot the ball off the post, for example, away from the post, right? You have missed the mark. That's what sin is exactly. So when you act out of line, when you act in ways that are not in alignment, or when you think in ways that are not in alignment with the entire, you know, with the ideology of Christianity, you are considered to have sinned, right? And that is so, so important. As simple as I've made it sound, right? It is one of the heaviest things you can, you should understand as a believer. Yeah. And the other side of what I'm saying is this. Right, not living in sin is actually you living up to a commitment that you made. Right, and um, I know that some people will not like the way I just presented it, but it's the fact. Right, it's like you commit to play a game with me. Let's use chess as an example. So you agree to play chess with me. In the middle of the game, you suddenly pick up a knight and you move the knight seven squares. Right, and then I challenge you like, hey you can't do that like you shouldn't do that and then you go no i can't and i'm like of course of course i understand that you can physically like lift up your hand pick up the piece and move but why would you take a knight and move seven squares it's not part of the rules of the game now at that point you can't come and say you don't care because i mean when you agreed to play chess with me i assumed that we're going to play based on the rules you won't just you can't just come and say you do not care about the rules then it's game over okay we are no longer playing chess to be honest if we if we continue that game we are playing something else right we've changed the game up and anybody can bloody well just do what they want like so for example imagine that i came to you and i said oh prayer to god is seven backflips three push-ups and two frog jumps right i can't say that you're going to challenge me. you're going to be like no that's not true but that's because there are standards there, there are rules for how prayer works and that is not one of them it's if you say you want to do prayer like that, you are no longer doing Christianity. You you change the religion altogether. You get so this this thing is is also a matter of commitment. It's the fact that see you made a commitment when you chose to accept this gospel, and you should live up to your commitment, right? But even apart from this commitment, just right, you'll be missing out. The, the issue with sin is you'll be missing out on a lot of power in your life, right? If you consistently live, you know in ways that are not consistent with how the bible advises you to live i'll give you and i know that some people will say uh the um the power of god is not subject to how you live and stuff like that i want you to listen to me see it was a requirement for jesus to live a life an entire life without sin it was a requirement and this is and i'm sure and if you read through the old testament you see clearly there's a lot of power unleashed in your life by righteousness and I intentionally use the word righteousness. I know many new communal people, every time you mention righteousness, the first thing they hear is, 
you know the one that is imputed to you by faith because you believe in jesus that's okay that's a good that's a correct definition but i'm speaking about your righteousness that has that clearly has to do with your action if you read the old covenant you see there righteousness 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 it has everything to do with how you act you get and then what's the point of behaving in ways that are not because if you say oh yeah i'm i'm righteous it doesn't matter what i do why do you want to live like that why do you not want your actions to to correlate with your belief what's the point of a righteous man that can't live out his righteousness what what's its use there is no utility in your stated belief it doesn't help anybody your stated belief doesn't you coming out to say oh i believe this i believe that we don't care it doesn't help it doesn't help me it doesn't do any i mean it does not do anything for me right but the acting out of it there's so much power in doing that for it to have been a requirement right for jesus it shows you because in jesus we have an example right it's not just we know that he came to do a work that we are not all going to do so we are not all going to die on the cross for the sin of the world yes that's fine but we have an example in jesus if it was a requirement for jesus right it shows you the level of importance to it of of this particular thing to to him achieving to to him um fulfilling his ministry on this earth it would have been impossible if jesus sinned it would have been totally impossible for us to be redeemed right You, you don't want to miss out on all that power in your life you don't and just so you know right just so you know when you live in sin you are essentially pulling the plug on the effectiveness of your faith that's what you're doing that's what the Bible says. Remember something that James says that faith without works is dead. Now, uh, if you if you think about it deeply, it means it means that there is no life in what you're doing if there is no correlation between your faith and your actions. Are you, are you seeing how heavy this is? It literally says that you nullify all the power of your faith if you, if your works. Do not back up your faith. Now, if you can extend that a bit to see the perspective where Paul is saying things like, you know, um, even though I can do this, even though I can move mountains, if I don't have love, I'm nothing. Because I mean, love, love clearly is the somebody who's you know, like the Bible says, love is a, is clearly the overarching principle when it comes to sin, right? Just do not act in ways that are not consistent with love, right? That's it. If you do that, you are okay, right? Because once you start to act again, if you once you start to act out of line from what James is saying. You have nullified the power, whatever power, whatever external, you know, influence or power you think you have, right? You've nullified it by actions. You get beliefs whose act, once you start to act in a way that is not consistent with a belief, you have killed the power of whatever belief you are, so you are stating. So if, for example, again, I mean, what makes exercising work for you is not just believing that. It is good and it keeps you fit, right? That's there's a stage of that where you have to believe that exercising will make you fit, right? But if you do not act in line, meaning if you don't eventually get to exercise, it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. You will not be fit. It is just how it is. Is that's that's the importance of alignment between your actions and your belief. It's not just about you coming out to say, you know, you don't get fit by saying, right, that you believe that exercise keeps you fit. You get fit by exercising, right? And you can't separate both from you. You can't separate one from the other. You have to exercise. You get it. You just have to. And that's how you appropriate the power of that belief. Christianity is no different at all. So don't pull the plug on your faith, all right? You don't do that. Don't waste your time. I mean, you're going to essentially be wasting your time. So you just don't, right? It's not good for you, to be honest. It's not. Yeah, and another thing I want you to think about right is the fact that 
for a lot of the things that the bible describes as sin right a lot of them in fact all of them they are patterns of behavior that if you adopt can be harmful to you or to those around you look at the ten commandments for example the part that have to the parts that have to do with you know how we relate with one another right it says do not steal do not kill right these are just patterns of behavior that if you accepted as lifestyle you are going to fall into serious trouble right these are not even things that you should struggle with you can't build your life on lies one day you'll be found out and you know what happens when you are found out you get um you can't steal you can't just um convert your neighbor's property or you know something like do not commit adultery for example or for or the, or the law against fornication imagine that everybody could just take up everybody's wife and everybody i mean it just becomes a mess you get um when you when you adopt it as a lifestyle you open up yourself to danger remember what we said you know in that episode about um the story of noah and stuff that it takes a consistent you know behavior in a certain direction right once you introduce decadence to the world to a certain degree what happens is you trigger some sort of collapse that can be that can be um similar or that can be put side by side with the flood of noah you guess you remember you have to go back to that episode on on flood of noah if you haven't if you haven't heard it or if you need a refresher on that but what basically it means is that you by these actions or by this lifestyle will open up yourself to danger right there there are there are ways are unnecessary there is headache that is unnecessary in this world i just say it that way like it's just unnecessary headache to be honest and you know god is trying to tell you because it's not just i mean when, when we talk about this issue of sin right a lot of people look at it as if you know they are doing something for god right you know um let's just almost like let's just do it for god you get oh jesus died for me so let me just do this for him no it's, it's not really that a hundred percent of the time it is to save you from trouble to save you from harm right god's commandment and that is like the supreme wisdom of god when you think about it that every single lifestyle that the bible condemns that that god condemns when it comes to you know the practice of our faith every single one of them that the bible condemns it is to save you from trouble it is to save you from the from the evils of this world like there's already evil that is in this world whether you even do those things or not like why do you want to add trouble to your life basically that's like what god is saying like hey come on man you shouldn't be living like this because you're gonna add trouble to yourself and these patterns of behavior not only bring trouble to you they bring trouble to even those around you because nobody no human being no single human being is in isolation in this world right um everything that affects you affects one or two or three other people because there are people who love you no matter what it is if you for example um engage in certain behaviors that endanger your life right and you know god forbid you die right there, there are people who will be hurt there are people who would you know who be who grieve so bad you never know the potential of what what that simple it's not even simple but of what that you know that eventuality could cause right you don't want to bring pain to these people so to a good degree this these patterns of behavior are ones that affect people around you and also there are patterns of behavior that are so dangerous at scale like i was saying earlier imagine that it was okay right in the minds of everybody it was okay for you to kill anybody for any reason just imagine what the world would look like someone could just walk up to you and just boom and then that's it like 
if it was that, if it was like that, if there were, if there was no standard to keep us from check or to keep us in check, right, what would just happen is everybody just has a license to kill everybody. It doesn't make sense, right? That this is not that's not the kind of world we can live in. This kind of world, it's not somewhere that is habitable for thinking human beings where you know everybody has a purpose everybody has you know something they are going at in life you, ju- you can't just come and cut it short yeah, I mean, you just can't you get it so it, it's 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 very important to know that the in fact one of the things you have to take away from this episode is that living morally or living in line with how the bible says you should act is actually to prevent you from danger it's not about doing something for god right it's about preserving your own life from trouble right so read your bible closely read it extensively the parts of it that talk about how you should how you should you know control your speech how you should act among people how you should be kind and and, you know this is what even shocks me the most when some people want to argue against you know christianity itself and you know why what's the utility of this religion i tell people see see if you really follow christianity what's the worst that could happen what's the real worst the worst that could happen is that heaven you find out after you die that heaven is not real and hell is not real and what else i mean that's it to be honest that's the worst you believed wrongly all along right but even in the worst of cases if you did this thing properly you would have improved the world significantly you would have added so much value to the world it's i see no reason why you get if you, if you look at it that way, I see no reason why you know someone should come and condemn it as something that we shouldn't do. Yes, I don't see the logic, I don't see the wisdom against that. And in the best case, right, let's have assume so if you were right about Christianity, you'd have added value to this world and you also would secure you know a life in eternity. It's it's a win win basically for you and for the rest of the world. I don't know if you get me, so um, I just that, that's just just a quick detour. But anyway, back back to the point of you know on this whole issue of sin, you have to live in a way that is consistent with your belief. It's 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 extra important. I can say this like one hundred million times. It is very important. It is so important because if you consistently do not. What you are going to do for yourself is you are going to create a cognitive dissonance for yourself. Uh, what I mean by cognitive dissonance is, you know, there's going to be a there's going to be a lack of alignment between you know what you think you what you are doing and what you think you should be doing, and that just throws you into a state of you know confusion and you know what is right or is not right blah blah blah. I mean the struggle that, that's if if you go and Google and just Google our cognitive dissonance. You you look you see the actual danger of this, but I'm just trying to simplify it here. So that struggle is is one that can lead to like many different outcomes, right? So it's, the outcomes are possibly endless, to be honest, right? But um, it is just very important, basically, that you understand like these things that I have said. Um, so that is like simply my argument for morality. You get and living morally according to scriptural standard. So yeah, um, and that brings me to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please share with your friends. Share with everyone you love. Right, it's important that you do so. Um, I would, you know, see you at the next recording. I will start a series after this, another series, very interesting series on faith. 
right and after that another series on how to study the bible so um there's a lot we are going to be talking about right in Ephesus. so make sure you listen to this once twice three times um you can ask me questions you know um whatever it is you know just 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 internalize this and i'm sure that you know you would improve you would greatly improve your life thank you for joining me on this one have a wonderful you know week month year everything you know just enjoy your life thank you so much have a good